All right, what's good, everybody? It is your boy, the coach, of course, from the WWE. And I just wanted to take a quick second because I know there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. And you only have so much time in the day. But it's about putting in the grind. It's about putting yourself out there week in and week out until people pay attention. The Wrestling POV Podcast. I'm talking Tony Diaz, Mimi, uh, Rick Serrano. My last question, why haven't I ever been on the show? I mean, everybody knows that the thing I love doing most is wrestling podcasts. Although, I think I would enjoy this one. Between Casey Catanzaro and Caitlin Carter, Gargano and Larray, too many title shots. And in the hot tag news this week, the Murphy Aaliyah love storyline is it appropriate or inappropriate? And of course, we have the NXT Takeover pay per view predictions in an all new episode of Wrestling POV Podcast. <laughs> pay-per-view now a lot of people are complaining that uh, it's too early for a pay-per-view for nxt like i'm like uh, it's, yeah I thought it's been, really i thought it's been a while no it's been a while but i i think storyline um i think storylines are not too they're not well written <laughs> out to have a pay-per-view this, you know i tell you this much though this has been the weakest nxt uh takeover i've seen i think this might be their first one Ever. And to be honest, there's only five matches, number one. Number two, um, just the two people that are in this pay-per-view is two out of the three uh, five matches, um, which is what we're going to be talking about later on, the Gargano and Larray. That's what I'm talking about because we bitched about it last week. And some people are on our side. Some people are on our side. So, um, yeah, we'll discuss that in a minute. But right now, I am your host. Tony Diaz, along with Rick Serrano III, and hey, uh, Miguel Cole, our intern, manning the uh, sound effects, and he just chimes in once in a while here and there. But uh, you, you, let, okay, this is my one time, that, and the only time. So, <laughs> all right, so let's get into the um, uh, Facebook polls, I guess. So uh, let's yeah. let's start with the uh, the Gargano situation. Uh, you posted Ooh. up because we were pretty. Uh, Irate last week about peeved. yeah yeah peeved we peeved about the whole Gargano and Larray situation and uh, we put it on our Facebook page. Uh, basically, we wrote uh, have the Garganos received too many championship opportunities in NXT. So before I read the comments, uh, Rick, you want to chime in on this? Yeah, you know I've been saying it for a long time now. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace, Owen Hart. Um, yeah, it's just, um, we've been saying it for a long time. Johnny Gargano is getting way too many opportunities. Sometimes it's like uncalled for, like this North American championship opportunity. What did he do to deserve it? He lost the match. Like, I don't get it. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people get on me about my Candice LeRae, uh, (laughs) 
rebuttals and the, my arguments against her, mm. and I just don't see it. I don't see why people disagree with me. Right. Um, I'm not going by her looks, which I don't think she's attractive, <laughs> but that's that's my POV. But when it comes to her in-ring ability, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. Like, when she first came into NXT, everybody was all over her yeah. because she must have been an indie darling, you know? Yeah. Um. But when I look at her and I see her style of wrestling, I'm just like, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. You know, she reminds me a lot of Alexa Bliss. But Alexa Bliss, what she doesn't have in her wrestling ability, she has in her character yeah. and her ability to talk. Candice LeRae doesn't bring that out for me. Right. So yeah. a little bland. I don't. Yeah. A little bland. And and then she and then she tried to add a little uh, sasson. <laughs> she put a she put a few drops of salt to the mixture, and she's like, "My food is seasoned." Yeah. No, girl, your hair's purple. That's all you did. And nothing buff, changed with uh, your butterfly hair. Butterfly wings. <laughs> butterfly wings and a fucking pound of makeup. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, and I I don't see it, Tony. I, you know what? I don't either. And I agree with you. I I just don't see it. Um, but the same goes for Johnny Gargano. Yeah, okay? yeah. Johnny Gargano is so bland. He comes out to that ridiculous freaking music, and like he's trying to be catchy. You know, he's trying yeah. to like the the image. What's the image? Is the not the well? It's a smiley face, but one eye is slanted or whatever. It's like yeah. Okay, I don't get that. First of all, what does that have to do with his character? It's got nothing to do with his character because it doesn't look nothing like him. The term now, I hate it when people refer themselves to um, like for his. He goes by Johnny uh, Johnny Wrestling. Okay, number one, I hate it when people do that. I do because you're yeah. showing your true arrogance. And I'm sorry to say, if you're gonna call yourself that, you better be freaking top notch. Your shit yeah. better be fucking good. I mean, real good. I'm, you know, I I probably go off topic for a sec, but you got to be Michael Jordan good, okay? If yeah. Michael Jordan calls himself Mister Basketball, I would be like, yep, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm old school like that too. But you look at somebody like LeBron, who's calling himself King James. When you've been to the freaking championship nine times, only won at three. Hmm. Uh, come on now. Yeah. No, I don't see. No, get the fuck out of here. But that's a topic in a conversation for another day. We're talking. We're talking about wrestling, and I'm sorry. I just hate it when people refer to themselves like that. You know, Johnny Wrestling. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. What makes you know? I would you be... can't even make it to the main roster, dude. That's yeah. my issue. I would be. I would be accepting of Chad Gable calling himself Chad Wrestling because his he's a what, wrestler. He's a true wrestler, he's a, yeah. He's a legit wrestler, yeah. you know? So it's just like, all right, if you want to call yourself Chad Wrestling, fine. It's better than Shorty G. <laughs> but <laughs> for well, Johnny Gargano to call himself that, bro, you can't do what... Uh, I don't know. No, no. I, I don't see it. I don't know. Number one, I want to know who's the idiot that gave him his name because it's dumb. That's dumb. It's just dumb. I'm sorry. Because like I said, you can't even make it to the main roster, dude. You don't want to be in the main roster because you know that your skills is not that up to par. Yeah, and you know what? It's also a kind of a steal, a knock on uh, John Morrison. Because really? Johnny Impact, oh, Johnny yes, Worldwide, yes, yes, yes. Johnny Survivor, um, Johnny well, Lucha. He's like, going by Johnny Drip Drip, so what's that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> 
But that's the thing. That was John Morrison's thing. No, I understand that. But you know what? At least John Morrison made it believable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I'll give you another, for instance, um, a football term, Johnny Man- uh, Johnny Manziel. Was it Johnny Manziel? Yeah. Is it the, the, yep. his first name Johnny? And he went by Mr. Football or whatever. Uh, Johnny. What was it? That was his name, right? Uh, um, Johnny Football. Johnny Football, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was something else about money. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. But but still, to have the term Johnny Football, okay, where is he now? <laughs> he tried the Canadian League. Wasn't even good enough for that. Okay? Ruined his career. So, hmm, yeah. I thought you were Mr. Football there, buddy. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's where I'm coming from with that. Don't fucking call yourself that because you're showing that you're, you're showing your true arrogance. And you're showing that, you know... I'm, t- I'm sorry, because people like me are going to be like, okay, oh, you're going to call yourself that? Let's see how good you are. Let's see how good you really yeah. are. I can understand, like, especially with Johnny Gargant, because Candice LeRae, it's, that's not even a subject. Her ass should not even be in this title picture. You know, it, it, something like this with her, it seems like, well, she's only going because of her husband. Because that's got to be it. Because yeah. it's not because of her wrestling no, that's skills. It. <laughs> Bro, so for her to take... And, and like I said, the stories leading up to this pay-per-view do not add mm-hmm. up. The story for this should have been Shotzi versus Io. The story was already yes. written. You already yes. had weeks of development between these two. Mm-hmm. Have her win the fucking Battle Royal. Have the next two weeks of her fucking come into the ball pit. Have yeah. her win some fucking good matches against people like Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Have her beat other people. And there you go. What did fucking Candice LeRae do? Yeah. Since she won that battle royal, sure. nothing, nothing, nothing at all, and and it just it, it just doesn't it, make sense. Her character too is just so bland, and she's trying to be somebody that she's not. So I, yeah, maybe and, that's and what it is. I don't fucking know. If you're calling yourself the Poison Pixie, how come you have nothing <laughs> that interacts with well, that? How come you're not venomous wings. in the ring? I show. Oh. <laughs> But, like, nothing, like, you know, if you're calling yourself the Viper, you need to be snake-like yeah. and venomous like Randy Orton yeah, is. Fits his profile. You know, he has that. Mm-hmm. Poison Pixie, you're small, so there's the pixie <laughs> aspect of it, but where's the poisonous in yeah, it? Because you dyed your hair purple? Yeah. <laughs> you're putting poison on your face? Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Now, you and your husband are poison to the company. There it, it is. is. That's what They're it is. They're poisonous to the company. That's what it is. Uh, you nailed it right in the head. Now, <clears throat> here's the thing with Johnny Gargano, okay, like I just mentioned, you know, for him to call himself Johnny Wrestling, and you've made, he's made only what, two main um, roster appearances with uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and you were in a tag, dude. Now, yeah. I don't want to take anything away. He, he's a decent wrestler. He's not a bad wrestler. I don't want to say that. No, he's not. He's a decent wrestler. He has thrown some good matches, but the problem is he was, I think, you know what it is? I think he was just overexposed way too much. And yeah. I think the problem with him is just the simple fact that they, they don't know where he's at exactly as far as his yeah. character. Because I'm sorry, as a, as a heel, he's garbage. He's garbage as a heel. I'm sorry. As a baby face, he's garbage. I hate them both. Yeah. So where, where does Johnny Gargano need to be in his career yeah. as I, far as character? And you know... And- and I agree with you on that, where it's like he has been overexposed because we've been saying it for a while now. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is take a break. 
Just take a break. Come back. Build yourself up again. (laughs) And that's it. But you're in the title picture at every fucking takeover. Mm -hmm. You're in the takeover main event. It's just enough, He's either in the title picture or he's in the main event. (laughs) Yeah. And he's not... And you know what, Tony? I, I... I think he's a better babyface than he's a heel. You know, by he's yeah, just by playing bad bit, guy by a little bit. Yeah, but but even but all right, this is one like I hate him as a uh, a heel, okay, and I hate him as a babyface, and this is the reason why. It's because his emotions is just not there. It doesn't match him being a babyface. No, face. it just doesn't. And he and the how can he be a arrogance is still there when he's a babyface. Yeah, but like look at this matchup with Damian Priest. Yeah. How how are you gonna tell me he's the heel? <laughs> That's <laughs> Damian Priest is gonna fucking destroy and, this and, fucking and Damian clown. Priest should destroy this clown, but they're not gonna do yeah. that. They're not gonna do that. Damian Priest is six foot, I think six six, six seven, and Johnny Gargano is, is five seven, five eight. <laughs> you really want you you really are telling me Triple H. That I'm supposed to believe that Johnny Gargano, Johnny Drip Drip, or whatever the fuck you want to call him, because I refuse <laughs> to call him Johnny Wrestling, you really want me to believe that somebody like a Johnny Gargano is gonna beat beat up a six foot seven Latino dude that can just tear <laughs> you up to shreds and take your wife and take your wife. <laughs> That's why my wife in here. He probably took her too. <laughs> is your wife safe, Rick? <laughs> I I I lock her in the room. She only comes out for dinner. It's probably freaking uh, FaceTiming with uh, with um, Damian Priest. But but you know oh, what I'm God. saying? <laughs> yeah. You didn't check that, did you? But you know what I'm no, saying? I though I mean, it's it's just you can't possibly have me believe that. And I'm sorry to say, same thing with Candice LeRae. You really want me to believe somebody that has Shit. zero skills in the ring because she's just terrible. I've seen, like, I'm going to nitpick this weekend uh, NXT with her match. But to beat up on somebody like Io Shirai? Io Shirai Hell is no. nasty. She's got a yes. black belt in every freaking karate thing <laughs> out there. Martial arts. And martial arts, yeah, that one. <laughs> Fuck. You gonna tell me oh, that Candice LeRae stands a chance with Io Shirai? The fuck out of here, man. Um, Mr. Tony, since you said you don't like Johnny Wrestling, I guess you're not gonna like the nickname Tony Podcast. Uh, no, that's good. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it has a nice ring to it. <laughs> yo, yo, I've never seen Tony blush and just like be at a loss of words. He just was like, "Wait, what?" Kind of to- Tony, Tony. Tony? <laughs> Tony Podcast? Yeah, Tony what? Podcast. Me? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Lord. See, I, 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 I'm out, guys. I did my overtime. That, that, that's yeah. it. That's it. That was, I'm done. Yeah, that was his overtime. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh. And, and according to Tony, he earned it. He earned it now because it. he earned it. <laughs> that's right. He earned it. Tony Podcast. Tony Podcast in the house. Oh my god! All right, so Chris Norwood he says Gargano needs to move up to the main roster because his time in NXT is killing him at this point. He's ultra talented, but getting real stagnant. All right, I just said he cannot even make it. I mean, he's been in, how long has he been in NXT anyway? It's been a while. Since, 
It's been, yeah. I think ever since we, I know, years? shit, we've been in doing this podcast, what, four years? And he's been four and a half, four and a half years, now, years yeah. and he's been in NXT that whole time. He's only been in the main yeah. roster twice. But you know what? I will say this. I, I, I can't be too much of a hypocrite. I will say this. He, when he did make it to the main roster that on Raw and did the tag, he did get a pop. And he did, do, yeah. he did well. He did well. But I think just like uh, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, he realizes that if he does go to the main roster, he, he's going to get buried. He's going to get buried. Yeah. Vince ain't, Vince. <sighs> Christ, Vince, first of all, he needs to retire already. But second, he's not going to see it with John, with Johnny Gargano. He's just not. He's going to be like, well, okay. Right. Hey, pal, how tall are you? <laughs> but to <laughs> exactly. move up to the main roster, I just, I don't see it. It's not going to work. Not going to work. Josh Sanders. No, and, go ahead. And, and the other thing is just he, oh, man, he, it's just bothersome because he just needs to take a break from NXT. That's all he has to do. He doesn't need to go to the main roster. You know, just take a not, break. Not just that. Because I'm telling you right now, he's going to get buried in the main roster. That's that's my personal opinion. But second of all, you're right. He does need to take a break. But at a freaking takeover, don't put him in the title picture. Don't yeah. put him in the main event. I would love to prove me wrong. Put his ass... And the freaking kickoff show. <laughs> and and then maybe, maybe I'll change my mind about Johnny Gargano. And this is coming from Tony Podcast. <laughs> I think you know, Miguel just done fucked up. <laughs> Josh Sanders says, so sick of them. If they both win at TakeOver, we protest. All right, first of all, Josh, I don't know who you talk about, we. <laughs> <laughs> We got a show to do. <laughs> we can't protest, bro. <laughs> you can and uh, uh, just just post a picture of you holding up a sign and protest to Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. <laughs> we'll put it up on our page. But we, who's we? <laughs> Are you kidding me? We Tony podcast to pro? No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Clay Cummings, he says, sick of both of them. Really tired of seeing Johnny every takeover and sick of Candace crapping acting. Really, they uh, need away from TV for a while. Yeah, we said that. We said that. That's why he was the fan of the year. You just got to be honest. Like, the guy knows what he's talking That's true. about. He, he is listens. fan of the year. I like Clay Cummings. You know, he just had a, a little baby boy. So congratulations yep. on that. Um, don't be like Matt Novak, though, popping out 10 kids in a year's time. <laughs> Matt, you know what? Matt Novak's got super sperm, I think. <laughs> Matt Super Sperm Novak. That's what he needs to be called. <laughs> and, uh, no, but uh, Clay, yeah, fan of the year. Glad to hear from you. Uh, TJ Logan from uh, Wrestling POV Global says, Sick of Johnny, but he is way too tiny for main roster. Candice LeRae is fresh as a villain and smoking hot with purple hair. Not sick of her at all. Rick, you take this one. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just, um, I'm just going to send his wife these little messages mm. and, and, and we'll just see what, where that goes. Mm. We'll see what happens. Mm. We'll see what happens. Mm. <laughs> you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think the same goes for Candace LeRae. 
Um, they both because yeah. it's not there, dude. It's just it's just not. Yeah. Even when they do those little vignettes, it's like it's just terrible. Oh, those are the the worst. Those, 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 are those that's terrible. the worst part of them. In their home. Oh, come on, give me a break. Give me a break. All right. If if, if anybody has some questions or comments, put them on our Facebook page, and uh, we'll get back to you. Probably on. And we go to the 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 results. Yeah, what is one hundred percent? Wow. One hundred percent of the people say <laughs> they are sick of the Garganos getting title after opportunity after title opportunity. Can't blame them, huh? Just can't. The people have spoken. Uh, it's over. It's over. Yeah, I, they're not over. But, but it's over. I hope that they just get the biggest ass beatings this Sunday, and that and they take a break. Take a break after this. Uh, if if you if they don't, I'm gonna just shake my head. Give me a give me a break. Give me a break. Alright. Uh this week's who's Sean? Uh Casey Catman Zero and uh Caden Carter. Who's Sean between the two? Rick, why'd you do these two? They're a brand new team. Um they've been around for a little bit and they um, have, but not they've as been a team. getting No, but as a team they've been getting more uh play on the on NXT they've been together more often I thought at one point they were going to be like tag team champions or going for the belts um you look at this team I wanted to bring up another female team and another NXT team and um they do not work well together I want to tell you that right, right now yeah. and it's because of who the Sean is and who the Janetti is <laughs> um for me it's clear that Carter is the fucking Sean of this group yeah uh, Kat and Zaro, she's just there because of American Ninja Warrior, mm-hmm. and that is just stale. Is she there only because of Ricochet as well? I don't know. I just don't see Wait, what anybody sees. Yeah, they were dating. Oh, really? I don't know if they're still together, but I definitely know. And Kat and Zaro, I don't get it. I don't see the appeal to her. <laughs> I don't see what she brings to the table. At least Carter has some kind of a character. She has a lot she of She reminds me. She reminds me of Ember Moon, mm-hmm. and we said that'd probably be a better team for it her. Um, but when it comes to this team, split them up already. Send, send Carter to superstardom. Send her up with uh, Bianca Belair. Send her with somebody else. Yeah. Send her with Nikki Cross. Anybody else. Yeah. But Catanzaro. Catanzaro does not work for her. Catanzaro, well, honestly, I feel like it's breaking her down. too. Yeah. Oh my god. You know? I'm so sick of that. She's literally carrying her on her shoulders. Yeah. Literally <laughs> carrying Kenzar on her shoulders. Um yeah. But yeah, I, always, I don't see it. I've always been a big fan of uh Caden Carter anyway. Um if I don't have my Ember Moon anymore, I think she's she's gonna take her place right quick. Um <laughs> but she's definitely she's definitely uh the Sean of the between the two. Now, now here's the deal though with Kay, Casey Catnan's era. I know you don't like her, Rick. I don't like her either. Um, but she has potential. She has potential. Uh, they just need, and she's being told this too. I can tell she's being told this. Is, is, is stop doing the freaking Ninja Warrior shit. Just stop. We get it. Yeah. yeah, we know you were there already. That doesn't mean you gotta do something stupid. Uh, oh my god it's just i'm getting tired of them referencing that for her if she's gonna be in there as a pro wrestler then be that pro wrestler don't be american ninja warrior don't i already knew i already know you were there so why you know just don't for me it's like just stop just stop already i don't i don't 
I don't care. I don't care. And yeah. it's not. No, not, I I think it's more or less the um, NXT the commentating and oh she's doing an uh, American Ninja Warrior move. No, no, she's not. Stop. <laughs> I've heard them say that before. No, yeah. And I've heard them say, oh, it's because of her American Ninja Warrior skills is why she's able to do these things. No, it's not. Stop. Getting angry. Rawr. But, <laughs> <laughs> but now you got Caden Carter, in the other hand, who is, I think she's half black and half um, Asian, I believe. Well, okay. Korean, I heard. I got I to gotta find oh. out. I got to find out more. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, she, I, know, I know you want to check your Google searches and everything. Yeah, yeah, the Google, yeah. Uh, but she is a lot better as a wrestler. Character-wise, she does have it. Um, I can see her. Now, here's the deal. With Caden Carter, I can see her go in both ways. I can see her as a heel and whoa, a babyface. Whoa, whoa, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but uh, Clayton Cummins, uh, Clayton Cummins, Clay Cummins, he said definitely Caden Carter. She is so talented. I think she can do uh, big things if WWE believes in her. I don't see Casey Catton Zero ever making the main roster, so definitely got to pick Caden Carter on this one. Oh, okay, sure. And he's right. <laughs> he's right. And, you know, it's funny... Um, Clay Cummings also did come up with a, a, a who Sean he wanted to throw out for us to discuss was uh, beer money. And I thought that was interesting, you know. Uh, That's a good one. Who would we think Who would we think for uh, beer money? That's uh, for next James week Storms or we're doing and, this now? Yeah. Oh, okay. We can do it next week. We'll do it next week. Robert Roode and uh, James Storm. Mm-hmm. It's just a... Uh, that, that's probably one of the more difficult ones. We threw a softball out there this week. Yeah. Thought, uh... Because they've been getting a lot of TV time lately. Put them yeah, out there. Yeah. But yeah, we'll definitely do that next week. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not for uh, Kat and Zara at all. Uh, the fans voted 88% went with Caden Carter. Oh, wow. And 12% went with Kat and Zara. Uh, I think the 12% was Ricochet, Kat and Zara, <laughs> and her family. Yeah, yeah. Her brother, sister, her aunt, No, her, her nephew. Her brother definitely... Her brother went with Carter. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. Oh, my God. All right. Um, Yeah, so anybody else, if you guys want to throw out some questions for us for our show, we'll talk. We'll gladly talk about it. Um, It doesn't have to be a who, Sean. It doesn't have to be a hot tag news. It can just be a random question that you guys want to throw out there. Put it on our Facebook page, and we'll definitely talk about it on the following week's episode. Uh, With that being said, Rick... It is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. All right, well, when I say birthdays, I mean birthday. Uh, And because this birthday is so significant to our hot tag news, um, Buddy Murphy (laughs) turns 32 years old. Really? Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, 32, buddy. Buddy. Um, and uh, when we get into our hot tag news, you'll see why 32 stands out. <laughs> All right, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Now, WWE, man, if you don't want to come off as a snake, then don't do snake-like things. <laughs> WWE is seizing the Twitch and other streaming services accounts from their wrestlers. Yeah. And they will be taking a percentage of whatever they make. Mm -hmm. Tony, we've been over this conversation Uh, a bunch of times about how wrestlers are independent independent contractors. contractors, 
and whatever they do privately is okay. Mm -hmm. But Vince being Vince is like, well, you're using my name. So mm -hmm. I want that percentage. But even though they change it back to mm -hmm. their real name, he still wants to take a cut of those accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, is this right? Um, to a certain extent, um, Vince is right. They are using his name. Um, yes. That's why when uh, you're... When you're a WWE wrestler, the nine times out of ten, if you come up with a name, they're going to try to snag it. Um, nine times out of ten, if you come up with a name, they're going to want to change it. They're going to want to do, well, let's tweak it up like this. Because they want that ownership of the name. Uh, that's why it's odd, because Cody Rhodes can't go by Cody Rhodes. He, yeah. he, he can only go by Cody. Um because WWE owns the name Rhodes, which is odd. Um, Ryback, uh, he can, I guess he's fighting to go by Ryback. And he was, he, he mentioned on, on his show that uh, something about that he uh, is even changing his name legally to Ryback. Yeah. So. And you, by the way, don't listen to his show. Listen to our show. Mm -hmm. We have a bunch of them for you guys to listen to anyway. Of course. So don't listen to. Yeah, we got a lot of content show. for you guys, first of all. We do. So it's, We've been you have out no lot. excuse to be going somewhere else. Period. Point blank and period. What was he talking about? I don't know. We were talking oh, about yeah. why why get yourself a hamburger when you got steak at exactly. home. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? All right. That made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but the thing of it is, you were absolutely right. They are independent contractors now. I will say this, if Vince starts doing things a little differently as far as employing them, um, now, which he already did, but what people's got to understand, when we say independent contractors, we technically mean that these guys can pretty much do whatever they want, but they're also missing out on a lot of benefits, so to speak. So, yes. like, Rick, you're a teacher, you have to, if, if uh, you're... You got health insurance through uh, being a teacher. They give you health insurance at a discounted rate or whatever. They give you dental. Yeah. You know, you've got benefits to go with it. 401k and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I have all that in my mansion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he has a, a, uh, a one-story mansion. The, the one story is <laughs> in the basement. But uh, it's still his. Hey, if he wants to call it a mansion, then let Rick call it a mansion. So. It's Ricky Mansion, guys. <laughs> Ricky Mansion. That's it. <laughs> but so he gets all the benefits with it. In WWE, there is no benefits like that. They're not that type yeah. of company. But they do. And and honestly, this is all because of Kevin Nash. Um, the the contracts. That's why they have these contracts and they negotiate what they can and can't do. Um, I think AJ Styles though. I, I could be wrong. I might have to look this up. But I think part of AJ Styles' contract is that he wants to be able to still do his gaming thing online in Twitch and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, I think I could be wrong. I could, I, But I did hear that. But I could be wrong. Um, a lot of people, wrestlers, they negotiate different things. They can negotiate... Whether I'm in, well, Brock Lesnar is a prime example. I'm only going to make yeah. five appearances in the next five months. So 
use them right. Do you use, if you use me five times in one month, you're not going to use me in the next five months. They, shit like that happens. Yeah. Uh, Brock is a high commodity to where they will ab- uh, obey by that and sign the contract and da-da-da-da-da. But Brock Lesnar, he can go anywhere and still use the Brock Lesnar name because that's his real friggin' name. That they can't, yeah. WWE can't own that. They can't. They just can't. That's why they hate it when people come in using their own name. Damian Priest. Yeah, I mean. He went by yeah. Punishment Martinez for the longest time, and then he changed it up to Damian Priest, which I don't know. Which one you like better, Rick? Damian Priest or I Punishment Martinez? Damian Priest is easier to say, but Punishment Martinez sounds badass. Yeah, it does. It does. Like, he's really out to hurt you. What was you going to say now? Yeah. I was going to say that. That's not just WWE. Independent wrestling tries to do that. They yeah. try to take my name, and oh, I'm like, I remember that. bro, I remember that. <laughs> that's my legal name, you yeah. fucking buffoon. <laughs> trying to tell me he came up with my name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fucking jackass. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, guys, this is one of those things. John Cena's okay with it. John Cena's been making movies, and he's like, every movie he's in, Vince is taking a cut. Really? And he's like, yeah. John Cena said that every movie that he's in, Vince is taking a cut of that. Because and he's he's fine with it. He's like, well, Vince did give me my opportunity, <laughs> and, and and I don't know if John is just making that much money or if he's that. just part of that Vince McMahon kiss my ass club, and he's just I don't know, I don't know, because I don't think Batista's doing that. No, I know The Rock's not doing that, so I don't no. know what's going on with all this. That's why Rock is doing Dwayne Johnson now oh, yes, and uh, right. staying away from yeah. from The Rock. Slick. Um, yeah, so WWE, uh, you're a sneaky snake. Now, sneaky. quick story time. Uh, Kenny yes. Casanova actually came up with my name, my wrestling name. And uh, as years went on, uh, I, I had to shorten it because it was just, that was him being Kenny. That was Kenny being Kenny. Uh-huh. And, uh, the, but the, he gave me the name. When I came to the States and started wrestling in the States, I used to wrestle out in Germany. And, um, when I came to, uh, I, actually, I was known as Hellraiser in Germany. That's that's the uh-huh. name they gave me. So I just stuck with Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yes, I like him. Um, and then when I came to the States, uh, I was having trouble with my name. So uh, what was it? Um, so, But everybody started having like little, like uh, one my partner's name, he was Shotgun Steve Hunter. And uh, so he wanted to go with something like that. So his dumbass, he came up with, too tough Tony Militia. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me with that? <laughs> so, but he, he actually, he initially went with Too Tough Tony. And uh, then he went with, let's go with Too Tough Tony Militia. That's, I like that one better. And, oh God. Then, of course, my thing is, with Kenny, you give him an inch, he will take a mile. And he took it to extra lengths. And we would have, like, a little magazine out. And, uh, like, he was in charge of the, writing the bios and stuff like that. And he, the bio he did on me was atrocious. I was like, Kenny, seriously? Like, he wrote it like I came from Germany and then uh, illegally migrated to Mexico and then flew into Canada. <laughs> so th- just so he can justify me becoming a Canadian nightmare. So that, that was the story that he came up with. I was like, you got to be kidding. But as time went on. I took the too tough out and went with Tony Militia. And then after a while, I just went with Militia. And then it came back to Tony Militia. It was crazy. And then, uh, but that's, oh, that's okay. the story. And I'm yeah, sticking that, to that's it. That's a cool story. Fucking. And story. you know what? 
Speaking of fucking Kenny, the biggest hater I know, go to WOHW.com and buy yourself a book written by Kenny Casanova. Mm. Uh, he wrote books for the late uh, Kamala, Vader, uh, wrote books for Dangerous Danny Davis, Tito Santana, um, Sabu. Uh, he has uh, other books for like comic books, and he's got a, a science, a sci-fi book. He even got some c- coloring books. Yeah. So if you're into all that stuff, <laughs> um, definitely go ahead and uh, check out wohw.com. There you go, Kenny. There's your fucking plug. <laughs> um, my last bit of news: um, Zack Ryder, aka uh, Matt Cardona, done with AEW. What? Yeah, he did his five weeks. Really? So he, the, remember, he had a short term. Yeah, uh, I, I was the one that reported five appearances. That. He's done. <laughs> Holy shit, that's too funny. So he's in the works for a contract. We don't With know what he's going to. I don't know. Wow. We don't know yet. Uh, I see him going to Impact to be with the other mm. fucking schmomo uh, <laughs> that he plays toys with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, good luck. Wow. Um, and you know that what? Was quick. Speaking of uh, percentages, um, Tony Podcast is now trending. Nice. And um, I will be taking a 65% cut. Oh, hell no. You're... No, it's already done. <laughs> I already signed it for you. Jesus Christ. Unreal. Hey, at least you're getting 35%, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> wow. On to the rumors. Yeah, the, the Vince of Wrestling POD. <laughs> Alright, on to rumors. NXT is turning both Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly babyface, but Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish won't be turning with them. They're going to keep them healed. Ooh. So, this will be interesting okay. to see. So, the, I see a tag team match between them two. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think they will just tear the house down, to be honest. Absolutely. Uh, prior to the global pandemic, there were talks in WWE of a new show called... You're really going to love this one, Rick. Oh, my God. It it was going to be called NXT Underground. Uh, It would have featured wrestlers who don't get much TV time on NXT as well as Evolve Stars. So, yeah. Wow. So, can we say thank God for the pandemic? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, I mean, we still got Raw on the ground, though, so. It wasn't on last week, though, so. That's true. That is true. But then again, it was because of the pandemic, so can we really say thank God for the pandemic? (laughs) Oh, my Lord. No, no, no thanking God for the pandemic, people. I'm just joking. Uh, And finally, Heath Slater said he's been contacted by WWE wrestlers who are interested in signing with Impact if or when they get out of their contracts. So, who? That's what I want. Who? who the hell in their right mind is sitting there saying, I want to go to Impact. I think Impact <laughs> is better for me. I want to go. I can do this. Anybody got Heath Slater's <laughs> number? <laughs> the fuck? They got to be like Drake Maverick. Uh... <laughs> Drake ain't going nowhere, man. He loves where he's at. Bro, and speaking of uh, that, uh, RVD's contract's up with Impact. Yes. And him and his wife. He was saying uh, that. Uh, now, it's funny because you mentioned that they're saying, but he might go back to Impact. Nah, brother. He was heard saying that he's got a project happening with WWE. Yeah. So, so what I'll the project be, is? I don't, I don't want to see him back. Really? I don't want to see But no, imagine I'm... him with Matt Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> That would be hilarious, man. 
Imagine That's, the skits they and then would Snoop Dogg do. Because think about writing their songs. Yeah, I, oh my god, right? <laughs> but think about it though. When when Matt Riddle was in NXT and he did that little tag with uh, Pete Dunne, those little vignettes they yeah. did were funny. They were funny. Oh, they were. So just imagine yeah. Matt Riddle doing those vignettes with RVD. Hilarious. Bro. Hilarious. It would be. I think it would be. That would be funny as fuck. Well. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for rumors. <laughs> all right. On to injuries. Uh, Naomi uh, had a fibroid surgery. And, uh, what was it? She's saying she's a fibroid. It? And what apparently it was a, a fairly large fibroid. It's uh, something that's around the ovaries. Oh, really? It's, I don't know. I don't know the medical terminology, but it's a uh, it has to. It's called a fibroid, oh, okay. and it's it was pretty a pretty large one. I was being told, oh. and uh, she said that she had the surgery. She's in recovery, and she'll be back soon. So, mm-hmm. well, hopefully she'll be back soon because we've been saying, hey, why is she not yeah. fighting Bailey for the title? Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, that's the reason why. Yeah, um, Garza had a quad tear. And was th- this is what be this is what behooves me, a quad tear. But he's only gonna be out for one to three weeks. That doesn't seem right. That that because that doesn't seem right well, at all. Because I've been hearing it was his hip. A lot. I thought, a lot of reports. You thought it was, it was hip. His hip. I saw knee. Yeah. And from what from what he said on his YouTube channel, was that, his quad. That's a quad tear. That's it's no way he's gonna be back in two to three weeks. Triple H yeah. tore his quad. On TV, yeah, and he was out. Kevin for like, Nash, yeah, Kevin Nash, Vince McMahon toured both, diving both. in the ring. Homie couldn't even stand <laughs> up. He was like, "Fuck, fuck, oh, fuck!" <laughs> he was mad because he couldn't get up. It was funny as fuck. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, what which pay per view was it, Rick? Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Batista, John Cena. They, the last two. Yeah, they fucked up the it. ending. Apparently, so Vince was so pissed. That he started running down the ring and he slid in, and you can see both his uh, quads hitting the quads. side of the ring, the apron, the side of the apron, and it was like he tried. And when he tried to stand up, he went right back down because he tore both quads doing that. What year was that? Uh, you know, you remember? Just that, look up John uh, Cena, Batista, two thousand five, maybe. It could have been. Yeah. Um, and just look, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, but even still, I, I, that's longer than three weeks. Yeah, for sure. Unless it's like a, a, a very a paper cut tear. <laughs> like, what kind of tear? Oh, it's but, just a little. It's just a little nick. But, but even still, though, <laughs> don't you think that uh, they would still have to do surgery, even if it was a minor, minor tear? Or just Listen, man, say, I don't know. We gotta I just. Heal. Tony. I'm not a doctor. I just reported. You should have found right, this shit out. Too many questions, Tony listen, Podcast. Listen, listen. I, see, you took the words right out of my mouth. If you want to be Rick Podcast, <laughs> Rick Mr. Podcast, you got to get these things, right? Okay? Yeah, right, you're right. That's, that's your you're lesson right. for today. All right. All and do. speaking of which, we're going to jump into the hot tag news. Yeah. Uh, this week, we got Aaliyah Mysterio and Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know if it's exactly a love story they're going right. with here, but it it kind of feels like that's the direction they're going mm-hmm. with. So if WWE decides to go with a love story between mm-hmm. the 19-year-old Aaliyah Mysterio and now 32-year-old Buddy Murphy, 
Is this inappropriate? And before you answer, Tony, I want to add this little thing. Mm -hmm. Alexa Bliss had to lock her Twitter account because of what she said. And she said, shoot your shot, buddy. <laughs> and of those of you that don't know, uh, Alexa Bliss and Buddy Murphy did date. Yeah. And they were really together for a long time. Yeah. And uh, she was telling him to shoot his shot. And then everybody just came at her like, she's 19 years old. She's a kid. What are you doing? And then Alexa, I didn't know her age. But just because she's 19, um, my my boyfriend is 38 and I'm 29. Whoa. That's two different things. That is two different things. You have a 32-year-old grown man and a 19-year-old. 19. There's, there's the word is in the word. 19. So Alexa Bliss got just slandered mm. all over Twitter. So she had to lock her Twitter for a couple of days. Um, what are your thoughts? Like, we got if this if this turns out to be a love story mm -hmm. between these two, do you think it's inappropriate? Um, uh, now, before I give you my answer, I will say this. Okay, I have four kids. I got two older boys and two younger girls. Okay, now I'm more protective of my two girls I am of the boys because boys will be boys but the two girls um, my oldest daughter is in the army and my youngest daughter still is in New York and she's pregnant so I'm going to be a granddaddy two times wow yeah because my wow. son's having a baby too next year so I'm going to be a grandpa but anyway now I was sitting one day talking with my wife and she asked me um <clears throat> she showed me a picture of my youngest daughter kissing another boy. So she goes, do you think this is appropriate? Now, as a father, I was like, oh, hell no. Fuck that. What's she doing? Da, da, da. You know, I got angry. But then my wife told me, she said, you know what, though? She is 20 years old. I said, holy shit. Really? She goes, yeah. I said, well, then I can't say nothing. It's, she's yeah. 20. Um... No, actually, no. She was 19. Forgot. Sorry. Um, so when she said that, I was like, all right, well, I, I, I don't like it, but what can I say? She she can do it. Yeah. She's a grown woman now. Uh, not grown, grown, but she's a woman. She's of age. Put it that way. Um, back to this. It, law, it's, it's fine. By law, it's fine. Yeah. If she was 17, we'd be talking about a whole different story. Um, yeah. Now, I will throw this out there at you, Rick. Um, even if this does become a storyline, what 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 more can I say other than, okay, maybe Buddy Murphy is a dirty old man or something. I don't fucking know. But you say he's 32. So the age yeah. gap is huge. It is huge. Yeah. But my question would be, is would we be saying the same thing if Murphy was 19 and Aaliyah was 32? Seriously. Yeah. Would we? No, that's a good point. So No, well, the thing I think um I think five years ago we would we wouldn't have a problem. Mm -hmm. I think as time is going on and we are evolving as people, I think we are finally seeing the uh the the machismo and the misogynistic tendencies that we've had are starting to really come to light. Like, mm -hmm. wait, this is not fair. We shouldn't be looking at things this way. I have to say that I think it's inappropriate, highly inappropriate, mm -hmm. especially for somebody as green as Aaliyah is. Right. And just to throw her into this storyline, it just comes off as very what? 
predatorial. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Like, I'll tell you this much though, Rick. Um, and I think I mentioned this too on the show, is that she doesn't want to become a wrestler. She wants to become an no, actor. No, no, yeah, in, she wants. It's to, funny because yeah. she wants to be an actress in WWE. Yeah, which is weird. Which is like the highest honor. Yeah, I yeah, know, it's right? It's like the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> like, you can win an Oscar for this. Yeah. But also, so, I mean, there's that. So. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, like we said about Dominic, he's getting broken into the business mm-hmm. by getting beaten with the candlesticks. Yeah. It's just like, is she earning her her stripes in the business mm-hmm. by being in a love story mm-hmm. with the grown-ass man? That's where it comes off a little creepy. And then also for me... We just had the fucking speaking out movement. Yeah. And this is yeah. what you're doing? But, but, look at it this way too, Rick. If, if when, with the storyline happening, um, when they showed the text messages, it was her pursuing him. So, yeah. it's kind of like not the other way around. So, no, I get you it. know, for me, it's like, okay, yeah, we just had that speaking out movement, but they're, the way they're doing this storyline is that they're having her being the aggressor instead of mm-hmm. him. And yeah. if they are going to start doing this storyline, they're going to have to keep it that way. If they do it the yeah. other way to where Buddy is, like, constantly pursuing her, then that would be a little bit creepy for me. But yeah. if they're showing it as her being the aggressor or her showing compassion because of the fact that he's getting his ass whooped all the time, honestly, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything inappropriate about it because she is of age. You know, and it's, yeah. they're not showing it as Buddy Murphy being inappropriate. You know, they're not showing yeah. that Buddy Murphy's doing these little innuendos towards her. They're they're not. They're doing. They're actually showing no, yeah. it the other way, where even though it's, it's as little as her saying, "Oh, and happy birthday by the way," and blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's innocent, but okay. Where are you going at with this? So, but I want to say this because in a lot of the the. Uh, the, the, a lot of the accused guys mm-hmm. of this speaking out movement are like, well, they were pushing up on me. And right. even if that's the case, if you're using sex or using this person to push your career or get better in your career, mm-hmm. it just doesn't look right. It just doesn't sound right. It's, it's just, I, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> think this is a, a smart decision by WWE. Yeah. I really, really think that they should change the storyline Looks like they're not. It looks like no, they're, they're going to keep, keep going with, with this. Um, well, think of it this way, too. I, you know, at, at if you saw uh, a 15-year-old girl pregnant and you saw a 19-year-old girl pregnant, which one would you be more disgusted with? The 15-year-old. I mean, yeah, 15, obviously. That's way too young, but, obviously. Yeah. If a girl is 19 yeah. and pregnant or even 18 and pregnant, was it a great decision? As a father, I would say no. But... Yeah, uh, it's like, but that's. I think that's as far as I can go with it. But then, but you also have to look at it. If it's a nineteen-year-old pregnant with another nineteen-year-old, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, a thirty-two-year-old man and a nineteen-year-old, as you know, as a father, there would be a little bit of me that I'd yeah. be pissed. I'd be like, God damn. So that's what I'm saying. Like, why are we not getting that backlash? Mm-hmm. Like, we're getting a lot of backlash about the inappropriateness, but we're not seeing like. Uh, fathers or anybody coming out and saying, yo, this is not cool. Like, for mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio, like, and again, we don't know if it's a love story they're right, going right. with. It hasn't been pushed it, yet. It's being But it seems like it. that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rey Mysterio, like, bro, are you, and that's where I'm starting to get a real bad taste for Rey Mysterio, because it's like, you signed this fucking contract when you were injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you're pushing for your son, and now you're pushing for your daughter. Like, what's next? Oh, give me another year, essay, and I'm gonna fucking put my wife on commentary. But uh, again, Rick, put yourself in his shoes, though. Would you do the same thing? No, <laughs> I would not do that. I would not use like. Listen, there are a lot of wrestlers out there that have their kids come mm-hmm. into the business strong. We look at Charlotte, right? Actually, um, you know it's a good example, but, and he's not even in the wrestling biz, but his name is still big enough to where people will know who he is. Jungle Boy. Look at that. Yeah. and But you know what? Jungle Boy is not in this huge fucking inappropriate no. love no, no, storyline. No, he's not, he's, he's not. not main eventing Dynamite he, he every week. To to even to where he's at. You, yeah. Without using and, his dad's name, so I pre- I, I respect bef- that more than somebody like like Dominic, to be honest with you. But at yeah. the same time, it's like, okay, this is Ray's doing, and you know this. But at the same time, yeah. Ray's also like, you, your ass needs to work hard to get to this point. Just remember that. Yeah. As a dad, um, is he really? Did he really negotiate having his family? Uh, get into the business in order for them to sign Ray? Is it a smart move by Ray? Any parent would do that. Um, yeah. If if, uh, if I was in his shoes, I probably would negotiate something like that, especially if my kids wanted to be in the business, you know? I'd be like, all right, well, this is the way... Let's just give them a shot. That's all I'm asking. Or whatever. Totally. Whatever it is. Yo, but. This guy had to have the best negotiation oh, yeah. team in the planet because Dominic is not ready for the main no. roster, and he's had pay-per-views. <laughs> he's had fucking main event, event matches the title shot. with Don't fucking forget. Seth Rollins. Or, no, no, a, title a title opportunity, shot, a, title opportunity. Yeah. a chance to get a title yeah. opportunity. Like, are you fucking serious? And now Aaliyah's all mm-hmm. over the fucking TV? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Rey Mysterio... <laughs> Listen, I haven't been high on Ray in the last couple of years, and Ray is really leaving a bad taste in my mouth on, <laughs> I don't like it. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah, I mean, like Ugh. I said, as a father, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd be pissed. I'd be ups- a little upset, but it's at the same time, you know, it's just like I said about my youngest daughter, you know, it's like, how, how, what, mo- what more can I do? She's of yeah. age. Technically, she's yeah. of age, and... Uh, we'll see where it goes. Maybe it's not a storyline, but it does sure as hell look like it. But like I said, I don't. This one is tough. This one is tough because, yeah. as like I said, as a dad, I'm like, uh, no, that ain't. It. But again, I have to say, well, she's of age. What more can I do? Her decision making is bad, in my opinion. But, <laughs> but. I, that, like I said, there's not much I can really do as a as a father. Um, looking into this, it's like, all right, it seems like they're showing as her as being the aggressor, but it's not really being an aggressor either. She just wished him happy birthday. Um, yeah. Can something as we'll can something goes, as man. innocent as that lead to her being aggressive and pursuing this love story? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? Uh, look at the way she touched Buddy too. The when he got his ass beat when she was coming into yeah. the ring, and she you know grazed his arm and shit. So I don't know. They might change it up too because maybe who knows? Maybe there was a lot of complaints about it. Who the fuck knows? And they're gonna change it yeah. a little bit, but uh, it could lead also to Buddy Murphy mm-hmm. using her to get to the Mysterios. 
That's they true. can lead. They can go that way too and throw but, a curveball. But if at that's him. the thing, but if they do that, Tony, that's where the creepy, slimy, <laughs> fucking speaking out movement shit comes into play. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't have Buddy do that. It has to be Aaliyah pursuing him mm-hmm. at this point, yeah. and Buddy has to be like, "Whoa, it's not like that." Yeah. But I don't know, you know man. I think, this, I, I think, I'm telling you, I think that's what they're gonna end up doing. To be honest, I think they're gonna do it to where Aaliyah's gonna seem like more the aggressor, and then she's probably gonna try to lean and try to kiss him. But he's gonna be like, "Nah, hell, no. whoa, whoa, what are you doing?" It could be like I think it will be. Who knows? But if it goes into yeah. something more than that, like I said, um, she's of age. I would have a problem though if she was 17 or 18 even, but 19 years old. She can't legally drink. No, but you can't legally drink, but you can still join the army, too. So, what's that tell you? <laughs> Seriously, Whew. what's that tell you? You can have a kid. Yeah, no, I agree with you. You can have a kid before, you you know, when you're 18 and you can't drink still. My daughter, she's 20 years old, pregnant. She can't drink. Yeah. She's not 21. So, yeah, that's how I feel. Well, we'll with see that we're... being said, that is our hot tag news of the week. Uh... It's deep, guys, so we would love to hear what you guys have to say about all this. Yeah. And if you have anything you want to hear from us or talk about your topic on the show, send it to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV, at Twitter at Wrestling POV, or our Instagram at Wrestling POV1. We're available on all uh, different social media pages. Yes. Make sure you guys hit us up on there and like it and share it to your freaking friends, mm-hmm. all right? Hell yeah. With that being said, I'm Rick Serrano the third and um, with uh, Tony podcast and we'll be back right after these messages. What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV and purchase a Wrestling POV podcast or a Wrestling POV global shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. And I'm telling you right now, if you guys purchase a shirt today and I see multiple shirts being bought, I will make a Tony podcast shirt. I promise you. I promise. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Buy a shirt today. Also, go to CollarNumbleBrand.com. Save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Ladies and gentlemen, also, we have an abundance of stuff that we are being giving you. So much content. A lot of content. We got WrestlingPOV podcasts every Saturday. We have WrestlingPOV Global every Friday. They cover AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Impact, NXT UK, and so much more. Also, we have... WPOV Quarantine, where we have a bunch of guests coming from all over the world, coming together to talk about random wrestling topics. You don't want to miss on that, and you get to see our faces on our YouTube channel as well. Make sure you subscribe to that as well. Also, we have Wrestling POV Aftermath. After every pay-per-view, you will hear from us, and we will discuss, as we just did, we talked about Clash of Champions this past weekend. It was a great show to me. Mm-hmm. I gave it a 2.8 in my ratings. Wow. If you want to hear what we thought and about Elio how was great that show us. was, Elio was there with us. It's a great show, and you don't want to miss out on that. Also, if you're into New Japan Pro Wrestling, the guys at uh, Global have been giving us the G1 Climax results on an Aftermath every four days. They give you the results of those four days. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. 
Um, guys, like I said, we have a bunch of content. We're giving a lot of our hearts and souls and our time we're putting into the show. We love doing what we do, but sometimes a little money can go a long way. So go <laughs> to ProWrestlingTees.com, buy a shirt today, $19.99, and, and help us by helping you help us help you. All right. With that being said, Tony... It is time for this week in wrestling. Let's get raw. Yeah, let's go straight on to our raw notes. Um, a bit of an average show for raw. I think the last three segments of raw really, really picked up. It had me really invested in it. Um, but my low points of raw first was the R Truth versus Tazawa versus Gulak. Is they, are they really doing this with Gulak? Is Gulak making the right decision now to come back to raw to <laughs> WWE? Because remember, they released Gulak. Them. Yeah, and he came back, and I guess last week or two weeks ago, he knocked on the door and was like, guys, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, Come with Drew. the 24-7. Oh. There you go. You're 24-7 <laughs> champ. Don't ever say I didn't make you a champion there, buddy. Um, yeah, that, I just think that was, that was a low point for me, though. I had a couple of other 1.5s, um, but for me, the lowest point of Raw was that. It, it just took the energy right out of me. Uh because of the fact that it followed after the Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black. Um, now, what, what were your low points of Raw, Rick? Yeah, Asuka defeating Zelina. I gave that a point five. Mm-hmm. Uh, very sloppy. That was a sloppy match. Um, and, and I've been saying it, and I'm going to keep saying it. Asuka and the Japanese is getting... It's, I'm over it. We don't know what she's saying. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. You know... Um, it doesn't, I don't know. I don't know how else to put that. It just doesn't work for her. Zelina is not looking good in the ring either. Yeah. It's just really sloppy. Like you said, Truth defeating Tozawa and Gulak was bad. And also for me, the ending was the Hurt Business promo. Their last promo was just god-awful. Not the last part of the show. It was the towards the end oh. of the show. Uh, right before their match. Okay. Um, I, I just, I'm just not with the Hurt Business. Their promos are garbage. Mm-hmm. Also... Cedric, they gave a time off. It made no sense why Ali was in their locker room, unless Ali was going to turn, but he didn't turn. Yeah. So, so I, it could I'm just be, confused. It could be a future turn. Who knows? The way yeah. they got now. You said that Cedric has got some time off for what? That uh, he wasn't there this week, yeah. and uh, MVP said he needed some time oh, off oh, to oh. review about his loss or whatever. And I was just like, okay, okay. whatever. Yeah. Um, but again, the, way for the hurt business losing. Explain, but okay, whatever. And then just something that just stuck out for me in, in bad taste was just this, the loss. How does the Hurt Business lose to Ali, Apollo, uh, and Ricochet? But then again, you got to say to yourself, too, you know, it's like, all right, so uh, is Apollo, Ricochet, and Ali credible if they would have lost? So uh, for me, it was kind of like, no, I think these guys needed this win. <laughs> yeah. You know, they did. They needed that fucking win because they were always losing. And I was, it was getting to the point, all right, so then why do you keep chasing after the Hurt Business if you're going to lose? So they they kind of, <laughs> no, they kind of needed this win, though. They did. Yeah. But, um, what were your high points for Raw? Well, the high points I, I had, the the highest was uh, Kevin Owens versus uh, Aleister Black. I gave it a three and a half. I really like this wow. match. I liked I like how Aleister has changed. And for everybody wondering, because everybody's like, what happened with the... You know, him rising from the thing and the music. His music was awesome. It was. Yes, it was. But it was owned by CFO people. So they, they, they're they trying to make these other guys, these wrestlers, the talent, 
They're trying to make them change it up because they don't want a UCFO anymore. Alistair Black ap- approved the new his new interest music, by the way. Yeah. So, what do you think about his new interest music? I thought that was pretty dope. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah it was different. It was. And you know what? He can't keep fucking rising up. I, that I should know. be just like a special that thing. It should be. Like, I don't understand people. You really think he should be fucking rising up every <laughs> fucking show? Come on. Like, yeah. the, the entrance fucking thing is there for a reason. Yeah. It's called the entranceway, right? <laughs> that, that's what it's there. Like, like they're shocked that he's actually walking into the ring. It's like... People, seriously, give me a break. But the, for me, that was the highest point of Raw. The, I gave some other threes, like I said, because it was like, uh, for me, it was like after that match, other than the R-Truth, that after that match, everything else on Raw was actually pretty damn good. Uh, a three, I got a bunch of threes, actually. Um, Dominic versus Murphy, Hurt Business versus Ricochet, Apollo, and Ali, and even Drew McIntyre with the returning Bobby Roode. I gave it three. Yes. The match was pretty decent. And then we had a hot tag news about Bobby Roode, about the fact that he, not Bobby Roode, sorry, uh, Drew McIntyre, about is he a true champion? Look at what he's doing. We've seen, I'm seeing yeah. the WWE championship every fucking week now. And I'm glad. It yep. should be that way. If you're the champion, you're representing the company, you're representing the brand, you're representing Raw, you should be there. Even if it's just a, hey, how y'all doing? I got no mat. Okay, bye. You know, do that. <laughs> and that, I'm fine with yeah. that. Um, but those were my highs. The second half of Raw, really, I don't know what time the Kevin Owens part showed, but either way. Um, my side note, though, I did say was it was awesome to see Bobby Roode back. But uh, it was bad for him to take the job on McIntyre. Yeah. But it would make sense. They also could have done it to where it was a DQ because Ziggler was there. Now, let me ask you a question, Rick, before you give me your high points of Raw. Did yes. Bobby Roode look out of shape a little bit? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Did not look good. <laughs> I was like, no. Uh, looks like Bobby Roode's got a little bit of a gut going. He wasn't working out. You he didn't tell. get a haircut. He was just like, <laughs> what happened, Bobby? Yeah. Like, what the fuck were you doing during quarantine? I mean, I know what I was doing during the quarantine. Yeah. I'm now, still doing it. I, um, I do got to throw this out. Um, as many of you know, if you don't know, now you know, uh, is that <clears throat> the WWE rented that arena. What, what arena is that? I forgot. That's the Amway, Amway arena, arena. Orlando Magic. Yep. Okay, so they, they rented that arena for, I think it was about, um, not a month. I don't want to say a month. It's, through October, I think. Yeah, I think through it's September. Through October. October, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. And they paid them like $450,000 to rent that space out. And it's going to expire at the end of the month. And I did hear that after next, uh, after this month, that they want to start incorporating fans. So they're going to yeah. have, but they, they want to do outdoor events. So, like, I'm assuming yeah. similar to AEW. Now, I don't want to hear from you AEW fanboys. I don't want to hear, well, they just copying AEW now. It's like, come on. So what else are they supposed to fucking do? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. stop. Just stop. So I'm just throwing that out there that it does expire at the end of this month. And uh, we'll yep. see where, where it goes. But, uh, yeah, go ahead, Rick. Yeah, my highest point for me was McIntyre defeating Robert Roode. I thought it was a really good match. You know, I, I, I agree with you that Roode should have probably lost clean. But then I think about it. He's going against the WWE champion. True. And, you know, there's there's a way to to, to build a story with that. Right, so right. I'm fine with that loss. Um, 
Yeah, and I totally disagree with Murphy and Dominic. I thought that was a really... I, listen, there's never going to be a time, Tony, that you put Dominic Mysterio on my TV, and I'm going to say that's a good match. I refuse. <laughs> he is the watered-down Humberto Carrillo. Oh, he is Lord. so watered down from him. His moveset is exactly what Humberto does. I'm sick of the arm drags. I'm sick of all that fucking hip tosses, whatever the fuck. Like the generic... Craft, Rick. Bro, it's like playing fucking WWE 2K or whatever wrestling game you like and using generic one, generic one, generic one, generic one, generic... Like, it's a fucking generic fucking luchador fucking wrestling style, and I am over it. But I do also have to say, there's something that has to go back into the book, Tony. What's that? And that is Drew's Dragon Breath. (laughs) Oh man! You heard it a lot, the huh? fire-breathing Scottish man was breathing that fire. <laughs> also, I want to say that promo, that opening promo, was pretty good. I was entertained it by was it. Good, I yeah. was not entertained by the fucking Orton night vision shit. <clears throat> the fuck was but that? But the thing of it is, how else were they supposed to do that? You know, that, that that was probably the best way they could have done that. You know, because Christian can't take no shots. Ric Flair certainly can't yeah. take no shots. Uh, Big Show, Shawn Michaels, I mean, they probably could have done something with that. Or what they could have done, too, is, um, I don't know, maybe throughout the show, he could have did a sneak attack on them or something. Like, one was going to the bathroom and then turned the lights off there and then beat him up, go to the next guy, this and that. But, I mean, I get what, what they were doing. Um, they planted the seed early on on the show, if you notice, when the Hurt Business was walking, and then MVP threw the bottle of water and told the janitor to go pick it up. That was Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, so they yep. did plant that seed that something was weird about the janitor guy. The janitor. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think, honestly, that if they wanted to make that one segment, that was the best way to do it without showing yeah. Ric Flair taking a bump, without showing Christian taking a bump. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, sure, whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> so, go ahead. All right, so let me, uh, Drew's Dragon Breath, you just made the book! <laughs> Again. Again. Um, overall, I gave Raw a 1.6 this wow. week. I, I gave it actually, did I give my overall? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I gave Raw a 2.30 because the second half of Raw, wow. well, the second half of Raw really... Like they pushed the the button on it, and I was like, okay, okay, cool. All right, I see what you did there. Uh, next up is NXT POV. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. it does it? It's not coming on. No, yeah, I think we should just stick with the Mamma Mia. Just uh. <laughs> Yeah, just to Mia. just to still keep it with honor. Yeah, maybe he'll come back <laughs> honor if he hears Mara. us doing it a lot of times. That's true. NXT POV, Mamma Mia. <laughs> um, you know, let's go into our low points of NXT. And for me, there were a couple of low moments. Um, Escobar and Swerve's interview. Again, I'm not high on es- uh, on Swerve. I'm high on Escobar, but Swerve just. It's like, you're playing wrestler, bro. Mm-hmm. I gave that a one. I also gave a one to uh, Carter defeating Zia Lee. Listen, we just said how Carter is the Sean of the group, but this was not a good match. Really? It was not. It was just like, I'm like, what are we doing here, guys? I gave that a one. And then I gave a one to O'Reilly and Finn Balor with Shawn Michael interview. Gave that oh, a one. Yeah. That yeah. was terrible. Shawn Michaels is clearly reading notes. Yeah. 
behind the belt. But, but not only that, he just was jumped on Monday. And yeah. then Wednesday, he's all fine now. <laughs> and, and, and they had music in the background. Yeah. What was that music? Yeah. It was just so bad. Yeah. I Listen, man. We'll get into my high points in a little bit, but go on. What is your what is your low points of NXT? Honestly, my low point of NXT was Cameron Grimes versus Rich Holland. I didn't like it. Wow. I didn't like it. No. no. Mind, because the way it was done. Okay? Okay. And I'll tell you why. And you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh at this one. Okay? Now, you know, for the longest time, I did not like Cameron Grimes. I, no. I kind of still don't, but... Lately, he's been a little bit growing on me, just a little yeah. bit. It looks like he's ch- even. It looks like he's getting darker too. If you notice, he's getting a little yeah. more of a tan. Yep. Um, yep. Believe it or not, that does make a difference. That's because it now does. he's starting to show character. Um, yep. His promos, he's starting to show character, and I've, I've been paying attention more to his promos. And the to the moon, it cracks me to fuck up. So am I really growing on to Cameron Grimes? Just a little bit. It's getting there. I'm like, okay, you know what? I've been, you know, picking on this guy. All right, let me let me see the good things about him. And they they've been showing, and I'm like, okay, you know what? It's potential. It's potential. So I was starting to, and then they, this segment with Rich Holland and well, the other lamos that they had on there, I was just I it took me right out. I was like, Seriously? Yeah. Now, I get it. Rich Holland is supposed to be the next cat's meow. They actually even said that they were comparing him to the next Brock Lesnar. Um, yeah, I've heard that. But, I mean, the thing is, Brock is like 6'3", and Rich Holland is only like 5'11". So, it's like, okay, where 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 they see the comparison? I mean, I, probably the belt, whatevs. But that it did. That just took me right out of Cameron Grimes. I'm like, oh, it looks like you guys were really pushing them, and then you guys kind of took it away. Who knows? Maybe it will be a program between those two. Um, but actually, my lowest, uh, I just wanted to throw it out because I know we always talk about uh, Cameron Grimes. But my lowest, and, and what I ended up doing was I did a whole collective of all the promo segments that they had on NXT I gave it a 0.5. They were all bad. They were all yeah. bad. And and the thing of it is, I was getting in. I would get into a match, and then they go to a promo segment. I was just like, it took me right out, to be honest. And the way I watch wrestling, especially on Wednesdays, I have two screens. So I'm watching NXT, and I'm watching AEW. So what I do is, if there's a wrestling match on NXT on on AEW, and NXT is doing a promo. I'll listen to that promo because yeah. obviously, you know, I can still watch the, the match. And it was every single time they did a promo segment, I had to turn it off because I was just like, this is getting nowhere. I'm not even hyped for this fucking takeover. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's my lowest is all the fucking promos that they did. You're going to be shocked, though, wow. of my high points. But go ahead. All right. Um, I do have to say about Rich Holland, I gave that a 2.5 that segment because I was so impressed with the ferocity and the strength Big and the strength, he was so he was so strong. He was, you know, he, he has strength, for sure. Yeah, he. Um, I loved the aggression. I loved what he was doing. So I gave that a two point five. But my highest point now, Tony, you were talking about the promos. Tony, at one point, 
when I watched this first, when I watched it live, I said, wow, that's a five. That's a five. Then I said, all right, let's 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 calm down. Let's watch it again. And I watched it again, and I said, it was good. It was in a five. But a 3.5 to the production of the Kyle O'Reilly Undisputed Era promo, that production was so good. <laughs> I was so hyped. I said, wow. You know, there's barely a story here for him and Finn Balor, but that production that they put together was so well done. And then, Tony, what did they do? They had them interview with Shawn Michaels, and they just took it all away. Everything out the window. It just took all the air out of the whole program. I said, why do we have to have the sit-down? We didn't need to have that. Because... You saw Kyle O'Reilly for who he was. And again, when you do these like interviews, it's uh, the, the delivery that they had with Shawn Michaels was just poorly done. That, that, that interview he had on his own, and you had Adam Cole coming in and stuff like that, it yeah. was just so good. And him talking about how every time he wanted to come at Finn Balor, he just missed him. Finn Balor always left to a different promotion, and now he finally got him cornered, and he's about to have this opportunity. I said, wow, that's great storytelling. Mm-hmm. And then they ruined it. But that was my highest point. It was a 3.5 for uh, that Kyle O'Reilly Undisputed Era promo. What's your highest point? Well, my highest point, honestly, I had two of them. I had uh, the Austin Theory versus Adam Cole match. No surprise there, though. Adam Cole was in the match. He's always throwing really good matches. And honestly, I don't think that I've ever given an Adam Cole match below a three. I don't think I've yeah. ever done that. This one, I gave it a three. It was a really good match. And another three that I gave, and you're going to laugh, but I'll tell you why, is the Caden Carter versus Zia Lee. I gave that a three, too. All right. Now, the re- explain. Now, I will explain. Because this is a new storyline that they're doing, and I really yes. appreciate it. And I've always said they need to start showing Zia Lee more because that woman is very, very talented. She's yes, a straight-up badass. In real life. Yep. I And Instagram, she's posting pictures of her workout, her boxing, her karate, all that shit. That woman is a legit badass. And to see these two, my two favorites of NXT, by the way, in the ring facing off, it was good. I will say this, if I have to be picky, it was that Zia Lee, there was a couple of mistakes that she did, but she recovered it really, really well. The, the chemistry between these two was really, really good. And just the fact, too, like I said, this is a new storyline developing because we've been seeing a different attitude with Zia Lee. And to see yeah. to see Zia Lee as a, a potential heel, yeah, I'm invested in this. And then to do it with Caden Carter, that just means that the if I rated this a three, now the rest of the shit that they go on with them two is gonna have to, it's it will be better and it and it is gonna get better, especially now that is starting to show signs of Zia Lee being a heel. So yeah. if she becomes a full-blown heel and starts doing this feud with Caden Carter, this is going to be one of the top feuds of NXT. Watch. You watch. Okay. So they right now they just right now they just threw the, you know, the adobo seasoning, but they're not giving us all of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. It's a pinch. Just a pinch. But notice how pinch. none of us mentioned the Gargano's at all. Exactly. Fuck them. No, I didn't. It was bad. That last match was bad. It was. Um, overall, I gave NXT a 1.9. Wow. What I, about you? I gave NXT a 2 this week, an even 2. All right. Yep. 
In- interesting, yeah. interesting. All right, it is now time for AEW Dynamite. Yeah, so uh, um, AEW. I'll tell you my lowest points. A- <laughs> now I know it does sound like what it's gonna sound like, but it does sound like it. My really? lowest point. It was Cody's promo. Woo! Let yes, me tell you something, man. Go ahead, and, boy. And I'm Preach. I'm telling you, I've been saying this since AEW started. And I'm not going to stop saying it until I see change, which is the owner of the company, which is Cody Rhodes, is pushing himself to no end. The elaborate freaking entrance that he has to have. He dyed his hair, he's wearing a suit, all his other shit. This segment, let me tell you, and that's besides me rating this, but this segment, okay, was ruined. Rick, you know damn well. I am a huge fan of uh, the pull-aparts. I love yes. pull-aparts. Yep. This has to be the worst pull-apart yes. I have ever seen. And I'm going to tell I'm you why. You. They Go focused ahead. on Brandy doing a flip to the outside of the ring on those guys. For what? Why? She was protecting her husband. That's why. I know that. She does not need to be involved like that because now yep. they're just pushing her too. Look how talented she is. She did this to the men. Get the fuck out of here. GTFO. Okay? Fuck out of here with that yeah. bullshit. Then on top of that, fucking JR and Tat. Let me tell you something, Rick. And I'm saying this with the <laughs> utmost respect, but Jesus Christ, man, I am getting tired of JR. I really am. Yeah. I loved the guy for many, many years, but he is fucking up bad in AEW. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. He looks lost. I'm sorry to say. This is coming from Tony Podcast now. Okay? I'm taking <laughs> over, motherfuckers. But I will say this, and I hate to even say this, but I think JR is just out of his league right now. He was good yeah. back then. He was good as far as calling matches. He was good of knowing what was going on. But I think this whole concept with AEW, he's lost. I think they're just giving yeah. they're giving him no direction, in other words. And I can see it. I, Christ, go back and listen to some of his commentary in WWE or even WCW for that matter. Yeah. L- listen to how he was then compared to how he is now, especially during this fucking match or segment. He JR is losing it. He's not he's not up with the times, in other words. I, I can't put it no yeah. different than that. He really he's not. He's not. I mean, he made a comment about um who was it? One of the wrestlers, and he had to apologize for it. And for me, honestly, just, that was just JR making a joke and being a little perverted at the same time, and people were freaking all on him. It's like, okay, you know what? Maybe it is time for JR to just retire, period. But um, but even Taz, jeez, fuck, I fucking hate it when he was even there, period. And he made yeah, the he dumbest been. fucking comment. He said, this is great fucking commentary, by the way. This is what this this is the fucking line that he said. Man, there's a lot of people out there. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what you come up with? That's what you oh, come up shit. with. Oh, shit. Man, there's a oh, lot of people god. out there. 
Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break already. This this is you know, the worst I've ever. What what, what is it, Rick? Because I need a drink of water. Tony, you you said give me a break a couple of times during this show. Um, Kit Kat, if you want to sponsor the show, <laughs> give us a break, well, and we will take it for for Gorilla, <laughs> not for Kit Kat. <laughs> so he's just like, give me a break, give no, me a uh, break. We don't own the rights. No, we don't. Uh, uh, that was just what terrible. Else you got? Another point five I gave was the MJF promo with Jericho. I am fucking done with that. Stop, Rick. Go before yo, I lose. I yo, gain more you know in my hilarious? beard. You know, um, Tony, you and me are in sync, baby. You know, I'm the Justin Timberlake. You're the G- JC Chavez. Thank yeah, you. I know. I'm the superstar. Um, anyway, um, so I'm not here Joey it is. Fatone? I agree with you. No, no, you're you're, you're upgraded version <laughs> of Joey Fatone. Um, Joey Fatone just does like fucking TV shows now yeah. and fucking game show hosts. Game I got my lowest points. I agree. 1,000% with you. Both segments. Cody Rhodes interview. <laughs> it's just terrible. Yeah. He leaves the ring. I'm, no, I'm not going to fight. Yeah. yeah. And then he comes back. Everybody knows what he's going to do. <laughs> that no means that no, I will not respect you. No, I will not do this. No, I will not do this. I'm going to fuck her and suck a ass. Like the spit, yo. This list we talk about Jake Hager. Bad. That list is bad. Wow. Um, I don't know yeah. if it has to do with the humidity that they keep talking about. Or his dyed hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know what, Tony? Because you talked about Brandy Rhodes, I'm gonna do this for next week for a poll. Which is the more annoying mm. couple, the Rhodes or the, Gar- or the Garganos? Yeah. Like, oh. like honestly, well, I you're gonna piss a lot of AEW fanboys off by putting that up. Boy, there. I. You know what? We will see. And you know what, Tony? The other day, uh, I sent out our uh, our New Day versus the the Best Friends. Oh, yeah. And that was ridiculous. Oh, really? The voting that got on that one. Yeah. 59% voted in favor of the Best <gasps> Friends. And you know You're what I realized? Kidding. I put it on an AEW fan page because I wanted to see how real they would be. Oh, you How kidding. real you can be. Seriously. And all of the votes, almost all the votes from that AEW fan page was for the best friends. You're and kidding. it's just like, you guys need to be real. You need to be real. Call a spade a spade. Yeah. All right? Orange wow. Cassidy is the superstar of that group. Mm-hmm. Okay? that That's your superstar of the group. Yeah. New Day, each individual can be a superstar. You know what? I'm going to say this because TJ Logan said this on his show. That he doesn't think Xavier Woods... Can have a singles run. No, he can. Excuse me. Xavier Woods is the one yeah. that I would put above all of those guys, all six of yeah, those guys, definitely. as the one that can actually carry a good program. Uh, so, yeah. ridiculous. Ridiculous from what I was saying. But we'll get into <laughs> our WWE, AEW thing that later on in the show. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, we're going to go with that, that poll, Garganos versus yes. the Rhodes. Um, yes, for sure. And I agree with you. Inner Circle, MJF backstage was atrocious. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I'm sick of seeing MJF in his mole. It just doesn't go well. Like It just looks really, really bad. Yeah. And I just want to fucking flick it off. Um, <laughs> but th- th- that, that I'm over yeah. that. I'm over it. It was just really bad. Um, yeah. What I'm, gonna, I'm afraid to ask, what are your high points of <laughs> AEW? I tell you this much, not one single match on AEW was a three. Not one. Yes. So, okay. obviously, I got to go with the two and a half, which, I mean, two and a half, don't get me wrong, is an average match. So, yes. it's not bad. It's just an average match. 
There was yeah. only two of them. Uh, SCU okay. versus FTR. Too many freaking letters there for that for this match. It's like ridiculous. No, <laughs> no but it was it wasn't a bad match. I gave it a two and a half. And the uh, now people and Rick yourself don't get me wrong because I rated this the way I rated it, and there's a reason why I rated it, of course. But it was I, the main event: Moxley versus the Butcher. Now it made no sense for the Butcher to be involved in this match. It made no yep. sense. Of the fact that uh, Eddie Kingston was the one calling to see who was going to be involved in this match. My opinion, he should have picked freaking uh, Pentagon. Penta. Instead yes. <laughs> of nothing against the Butcher. The Butcher's a big dude, and I know that's why they went with him. But I'd rather have seen Penta versus Moxley than the Butcher versus Moxley. But nonetheless, sure. it wasn't a bad match either. The Butcher actually did do well. Uh, which was shocking to me, and I gave it a two and a half. What was your highs, Rick? You know, Tony, again, on AEW this week, we are eye to eye. <laughs> I didn't go above a 2.5, though. Wow. I get, my Same highest thing. was a two for both of those matches, FTR and SCU. Wow. I gave it a two. You know why? Because what what I knew was going to happen is happening with FTR. They're going to go the full length of the 20 minutes. Yeah. Whether yep. it's a 20-minute time yep. limit, they get the win, or they're going to go as close to 20 to get to that get, win yeah. as possible, yeah. and I'm not with it. Now, I am now, not you, with watching the 20 What do you think of match. the fact that they've been teasing uh, Sean Spears? Like he was at the, uh, like, where you think, are they really going to form the Four Horsemen? I mean, they should. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand why they, they're holding up three fingers. They should have been at the fourth guy already. Ridiculous. <laughs> and also, um, the two was also Mox versus Butcher. Why is Butcher in this match? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yep. It doesn't make sense. And I just have to put on the side that Miro backstage thing. Horrible. Yes. This is what you went to AEW for? That's what you went? You know what, Rusev? <laughs> That's good for you. That's good for you. You listen. Brass he can ring, talk what? all the shit he wants. Yep, that's what you're doing now. Yeah. And Britt Baker returned, ladies and gentlemen. Which I'm shocked. The lady didn't take any time off no. for her fucking surgery for yeah. her knee. I give her. I, like, I tip my hat off say, for her. To her. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tip my hat off to her too. But the match sucked. <laughs> it did. Um, yeah. Overall, I gave AEW a 1.2 this wow. week. Wow, I gave AEW a 1.62. This week. So I was being just a tad bit generous. Yeah. Um, It is now time for the Wednesday Night Delight. Uh, Currently, uh, NXT is ahead 32 to AEW's 16. So now, Tony, Mm. this is the last week we are going to do this before we reset the rankings because it's been one year since we've seen AEW. Damn. Damn. the global guys both voted in favor of NXT. Really? Um, I am going with NXT, clearly. I mean, AEW just didn't even show up this yeah. week. And, and, um, I, and I'll tell you, I agree with you. I'm, I'm going to go with NXT also. But I tell you this much, it wasn't by much. And, and no. both shows were for me. And, and I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed with NXT uh, because of the simple yeah. fact that this was your go-home show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disappointed, but yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. NXT was just a tad better. Yeah, so um, that's that. I mean, the Wednesday Night Delight winner is NXT <laughs> as they win thirty-three to nineteen. Wow. Uh, now was maybe next year AEW. Now, do you maybe think, you learn now, from this? With all that being said, now mind you, I want to remind everybody too. Just the simple fact that this is a collective vote. Okay. 
Yeah. I have voted for AEW, so I don't want people to think I'm yep. hating on AEW. I have voted for AEW, where yep. Rick, uh, TJ Logan, and Elio would vote for NXT. Left me in the dark. Left me behind. I'm like, yep. fuck you, Tony. Mr. Podcast. Left you the AEW dark. But, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so I just want people to understand, this is a collective vote of four of us. And that I don't think we've ever had a tie. Have we? No, never been a tie. Never been a no. tie. Yeah. So, just just so everybody knows that it's it's nothing against AEW. We're calling it as we see it. If it's bad, it's bad. Yep. We're not gonna say it's good if it was bad. Listen, we're not just yep. we're not gonna do that. We're gonna be real with you, as you said, Ray. We're gonna call it spade a spade. That's it. Um. With that being said, it is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Um. Tony. I was not disappointed with SmackDown this week, but I will tell you this. I was disappointed with the Sasha Banks promo. Uh, gave that a .5. That was my lowest uh, moment of she SmackDown. She should have Period. No. Period. No. And then to say that she's going to fight her next week, we yeah. know that's not going to happen. We know the match is happening at Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. You could have had her off TV up until a week before Hell in at a Cell. At least that, yeah. And, you know... Um, yeah, because we've been saying at least there were a rumble. But you know what? You want to do that? At least have her off. But now she's going to come back next week, get her ass beat, and then they'll have the match at Hell in a Cell. Mm -hmm. So that was my lowest point of SmackDown this week. What about you? Yeah, Sasha promo. I gave it a point five. I'm sorry. Her as a baby face does not cut it for me. She needed to be a heel. She's not a baby face. She just can't cut a, a baby face promo. She just can't. I gave it a point five. Another point five I gave was the Shorty G versus Sheamus. Seriously, where are we going with this? That all they just threw, and and not only that, fucking Shorty G was doing these little things for Corbin. Supposed to be a heel turn. Never. I'm like, what the fuck? Point five. That's what. Yeah, uh, it it was just. Those were bad moments. Uh, my highest moments, though, I had three threes on SmackDown. Really? I had Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman's promo in the beginning. First of all, Paul Heyman, I didn't think he can do it, Tony, <laughs> has reinvented himself to a point where mm. I'm just like, he is really scared of Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like, he is yeah. petrified of yeah. him. And Roman did such a great job with this promo this week as well. Like, we... we Gave him great high credit for last week for his promo. We gave him high praise for what he did at the pay-per-view. And now it's just like the guy is doing such a great fucking job. And then for him to say what he said, whispering in Jay's yeah. ear, but we can hear yeah, like it's you just can still hear it's, it. It's clinical, man. I gave that a three. <laughs> uh I also gave the Jay Uso defeating AJ Styles match a three. Mm. You know, Everybody, there were a lot of people saying, how could he beat AJ? You know what? We have to build him. Yeah. We have to build him, to make him into legit. a credible, yes. And you know what? We've always said this about the Usos, Tony. They can go. Mm-hmm. They know how to wrestle. And Jay Uso showed that. Yeah. And of course, anybody with AJ Styles is going to have a great fucking match. Mm-hmm. So I gave that a three as well. And my last three was the KO show with Alexa Bliss. That was good. Yeah. This girl, she... Oh, my God. She is so good, Tony. <laughs> she is so good at what she does. She is amazing. Um, I gave it a three. I was very excited for her. Um, uh, we'll see where it goes with her and the Fiend. Yeah. Kevin Owens is now getting pulled into this. I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
really did enjoy that, so I gave that a three. What about you? What are your high well, points? Well, I'll, I'll just lead off of that one, and uh, I gave it a, a two. And the reason why I gave it a two, and it could have been a lot more, was because of KO. Um, why involve KO? So that means, because they've been going, and the reason why I'm saying this is because they've been going with this theme that every person the Fiend gets in contact to they change. They start to change. Yeah. So does that mean KO is going to start to change now? Is he going to be back on SmackDown or is he going to stay on Raw? If he stays on Raw, is he really going to start changing now or what? If not, then what was the whole purpose of having the KO show? They could have done it with somebody else. Um, you know what I just realized? Um, Kevin Owens may not stay on SmackDown. I think he'll go back to Raw and that fight. Kevin fight mm-hmm. Kevin Owens comes back out to like it really could. put the beat down on Alistair Black. It could. It so could. Because he kept asking yeah. about Alistair Black and how, you know, to defeat him and he's been it's like almost similar to that. So but for me it just didn't make sense. I loved Alexa's acting. I loved that the fiend was back. Um but it, for me it was like all right, but why would Kevin Owens? It just didn't make sense. But if it's something new, okay, then it would make sense. But if it doesn't because of the simple fact that Kevin Owens is on Raw, then it doesn't make sense. So that's why I gave it a two. Um, the other closest uh, two or three I had was the Jay Uso versus AJ Styles. I gave it a two and a half, and I'm going to tell you why. Though the okay. match was good, I still was upset that AJ lost. Because yeah. if you still want to, and I get it, you know, we just literally just said that how else are we going to build AJ, uh, uh, Jey Uso up? You got to put him with guys like AJ Styles. But at the same time, if they still want other top contenders after this Jey Uso storyline is over with, you can't have him lose to somebody like Jey Uso. So with AJ Styles being that he's there, that's their next top guy to lose like that, it was, it was more damaging to AJ than it was for Jey. Um, so, but I gave it a 2.5 cause the match was still good, but my overall, the overall three that I gave for SmackDown was Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy. I did like this yeah. match. It's, let me tell you something. Sammy's not the greatest fucking wrestler out there, but let me tell you something. Sammy tells a fucking story with his look, his facial expressions, the things that he does, little things that he does in the ring. It's what makes him what he is now. It makes me invested in everything Sami Zayn does. Because, like I said, he's not the greatest wrestler. But he tells a damn good story in the ring. And to do it with Jeff Hardy, who... Jeff Hardy, he's not a storyteller in the ring. I'm sorry. He's not. But Jeff Hardy, he's more of a, a wrestler's wrestler. He loves to wrestle. Let's go here. Let's go here. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's, you know, that's how Sami Zayn is. Sami, and, and to have these two collectively together, I was just like, okay, this was good. And I was invested. I loved the, I loved how they went about it. And Sami, I'm telling you, if he were to go for the heavyweight title picture against somebody like Drew, I would be invested in it. But he has to do it against yeah, Drew, not against Roman. Roman, he no. should, <laughs> Roman right now, they need to show him as the biggest beast that they have. And that he's just going to be out to destroy everybody. My only problem with that, and I know I just went off of the Sami Zayn thing because I gave it a three. My only problem with that is that, okay, who's going to be believable enough later on down the road to have this match against Roman and make it believable to have Roman yeah. get beat? Because who, who I, you know, that's, that's my only worry. But 
we'll come to that. We'll cross paths once that happens. So, uh, yeah, that was my highest with Sammy versus Jeff. All right. Um, yeah, my highest, uh, my overall rating for SmackDown oh, yeah. was a two. Um, and I'm kind of skeptical about that now. After you talking and looking at it, I may make an adjustment to my overall when it comes to Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. But what was your overall for SmackDown? Well, my overall, 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 overall was uh-huh. 1.85. Okay. All right. So now it is time for uh, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. And currently, NXT is ahead 11 to Raw's 9 to SmackDown's 4. Um, for me, my overall voting was SmackDown, NXT, and then Raw. What is yours? Mine was actually Raw, NXT, and then SmackDown. So now we got a whole lopsided thing. And then we got (laughs) Elio Canella, who voted NXT, SmackDown, and then Raw. Holy shit. So, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna unscramble this a little bit. We're gonna have to. I'm definitely, I'm gonna drop SmackDown to second. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll drop it down to second because there were a lot of stuff in the middle of the show that I didn't enjoy. Sheamus mm-hmm. and Shorty G, Otis and Morrison, uh, and uh, Carmella. Oh yeah, <laughs> we didn't back, talk about that. <laughs> Carmella is back. Yeah. Um, I, I don't get the Polaroid camera. I, know, I don't know. Whatever. Um, so like it was like the beginning and the ending for SmackDown was good. Uh, NXT, as you mentioned, it just overall I thought it was a good show, but then when you really break it down, it was a match, uh, uh, promo, promo, mm-hmm. match, promo, promo, match, promo, promo, and I was not for it. Though I do have to say, I like Kushida. Kushida is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me overall, Raw was just uh, I don't know what. Tony, you're going to have to sell me on Raw or I'm going to have to sell you on NXT because I can't. Well, well, here's my thing. I, I'm i going to change mine up too uh, because okay. the way I got it is Raw at a 2.3, NXT with a 2, and SmackDown with a 1.8. What I'm going to change is because you made some good points about SmackDown, but none on NXT. So yeah. I'm putting NXT last, but I'm putting okay. SmackDown second. Because I did enjoy SmackDown more than I did NXT. And I'm going to tell you why. NXT for a go-home show was just terrible. Um, Yeah. They were doing what Raw and SmackDown would do. Especially at the end with Priest and Io Shirai versus Gargano and and, uh, uh, Candice LeRae. Them defeating them and then holding up both belts. It was kind of like, all right, Raw does that, SmackDown does that. Yeah. I will say this, and I'm going to stick with Raw only because I was more entertained with the last hour and a half. Because it was about an hour and a half. So it was just the last, the second half of Raw than I was entertained by SmackDown overall and NXT overall. Um, the right. one thing we didn't so- mention too was Corbin and Cesaro and Shinsuke versus Matt Riddle and Lucha House Party. Uh, that yeah. I was like, I was I'm, I'm confused with the whole thing of that. Yeah, segment as there. I said, the so, uh, the whole middle of SmackDown just doesn't work. It, it didn't. Um, like how you say, you get uh, the sandwich and you get the sogginess in the middle. Yeah, this just didn't work. <laughs> just didn't um, work. I have to say, oof. So you know what? I'll give you this. I'll give you this. We throw out. We have uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks made their debut on yeah. Raw. 
<laughs> because that was that was <laughs> because that was a slightly better, slightly, ever so slightly better debut than Carmella's debut. Oh shit! I'm gonna give it. I'll give it to Raw this but week. Not only that, but Bobby Roode came this. back too. That's true. Tony Podcast, you owe me one though. I'll give you Raw this week. <laughs> I'll well, give you one this week. Let me ask you a question. Being that you brought that up, though, what do you think of Mandy Rose's debut? Being in a tag with Dana Brooke. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> she should not be with Dana Brooke. Stay away from Dana Brooke. It does not work. Can she be solo, though? Or does she really need to yes. be in a tag? Yeah. But that match was disgusting. Lana needs work. And you know what? We mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that. Lana needs, a lot, needs a lot of work. That that knee that Mandy Rose does is supposed to be a pump yeah. knee that hits you in the jaw, and she hit her in the tit. <laughs> <laughs> she was probably scared to get hit. That's why. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know what? We'll go with Raw this week. So, yeah. Raw will have uh, a 10 to NXT's 11 to SmackDown's 4. Yeah, and, and I will say this. This... This wasn't easy to decide either because there was no. some up and downs with Raw than there was with SmackDown. For me, for a go-home show, you, your shit needs to be top-notch. And I it just NXT I didn't did feel not deliver. NXT no. this week. I really didn't. No. Um, it is now time for our WWE versus AEW segment. And because everything was just so upside down last week with the best friends and Orange Cassidy Jesus. and the Usos, Tony... I'm going to hit it where it hurts. I am going okay. WWE Usos versus AEW's Young Bucks. Ooh. Let's fucking go. Oh, Let's man. go. I want the pressure. The pressure is on Tony. I'm going to kick it to you because I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Usos versus the Young Bucks. Wow. Who do you have? This one is hard, man. Because this is going to be the super kick party for sure. Yes. Man, this is difficult. And I don't want to seem like I'm going to be that WWE fanboy. I got to call this shit down the middle. This would probably... Blah. It would probably be one of the top matches of all time, in my opinion. Uh, yes. We've had, obviously, uh, we've done matches of the year. But we've also had matches of all time. Uh, when we say words like that, you think of Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat, WrestleMania three for the IC title. One of the greatest yep. matches of all time. Um, we've also mentioned Roddy Piper versus Greg DeHammer Valentine in the dog collar match. I mean, that was one yep. of the greatest matches I've ever seen. There's a lot to be said with that. There's a lot of other matches too, so don't act like I'm missing out. No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, I don't got time for that right now. I think between the Young Bucks and the Usos, they would definitely, definitely throw, be thrown in that category. Um, yes, I agree. As far as who would win, man, this one is tough. Ah, oh, man, this would definitely be back and forth. This would definitely be a spot <laughs> fest. This would definitely be a, a super kick party, like I just said, man. Wow, I wasn't expecting this one to be thrown at me today. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one is hard. This one is definitely hard. I would, because of the Young Bucks history and the Usos history, man, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm not, it's not a plain safe comment, but I would have to make this a draw. Wow. I have to make it a wow. draw. 
because either one of these two teams can win, but I don't think they would even look at each other and says, none of us can't win. Let's just make yeah. this a draw. I, I have to yeah. go with a draw. Okay. I can't. I know, that's you know the, what? I know that's the easiest way out of this, but that's the only logical thing for me is to have them wrestle to a draw. Yeah, and you know what? You're not... You're not wrong for that. I mean, I can see why you would do that. I wouldn't do that, but I can see why you would do that. Now, for me, I mean, do you look at these two winner? teams. I mean, if you have to pick one, pick one. Pick one. Who do you think? If I have... Because I'm telling you right now, my percentage, and I'll, I'll add this for you. My percentage for this matchup, I'm not going to say who yet, but my matchup percentage would be 50.1 to 49.9. Wow, yeah. That's how close well, it is. That's the same thing with me. The same so thing who would me. you give that .1 extra to? Now, are we talking Usos as a heel or a baby face or Young Bucks as we a heel We're talking about whatever you want. Whatever you, it's your POV. <laughs> you take it as is. Man, you know what? I, all right, to make my mind at ease... If the Usos were a heel or a babyface and ba- Young Bucks were the heels, I would give that slight edge to the Usos. If the Usos were a heel and the Young Bucks were a babyface, I would give it to the Young Bucks. <laughs> Yo, listen, Tony Podcast is now Tony Politics. <laughs> listen, all right. So this is why I look at it. You got two of the greatest tag teams of all time, yeah. right? Of this generation, I'll say. Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't go that far. Of this generation, greatest yeah. tag teams. The last 10 years, if you don't say Usos and Young Bucks, then there's something wrong with you. Definitely. Um, for me, I said the last 10 years that the Usos were the best tag team of the decade, hands down. Right. Um, you look at both teams, brothers, I think that's the best form of a tag team. You look at the Steiners. You look like at Harlem Heat. You know what I'm saying? You look at people like Bret Hart and Owen Hart when they teamed up. Yeah. When Owen Hart teamed up with Anvil. Family members make the best teams, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and the Usos, the head shrinkers, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just so many great tag teams when you have that brotherhood. Now, you got one set of twins and you got one that's a couple of years apart. Um, the Usos, for me, are just so original. Yeah. Um. You look at the Young Bucks. Who they get compared to all the time? The Hardys, the right? Hardys, For a yeah. long time, yeah. they were like, uh, "This was uh, what was it? Generation Me, right? Yeah. When they were gener- the Young Bucks with Generation Me, it was like, oh, these are just the Hardy Boys ripoffs." Yeah. Um. Now I'm saying that because that's what people thought of them. I don't think of them as that. I think they're one of the greatest tag teams of this generation. Um, but you know what? My percentage is 50.1 to 49.9, and I'm going to give and it I to totally the Usos. Agree. Oh, really? I think the, yeah, I think the Usos are that slight edge. They have this character to them. Yeah. And they can play this Uso penitentiary to the, uh, Asalaamu Alaikum. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the- <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't mean to offend anybody. Um, <laughs> oh, remember when they used to do that that little Uma Uma Samamoa Uma When they used to do that, That's a that was different. Dance. Yeah, the haka dance. Haka. Um, I I think the Usos can definitely portray different characters. You look at the Young Bucks; they're trying to play bad guys now, and it just doesn't work for them. Um, but really? as in a matchup. Being a good heel team? 
You notice how Nick Jackson hasn't been there? That's true. Like, it's only been Matt Jackson. I think true. Nick Jackson's trying to grow a mustache <laughs> because <laughs> he can't play a bad guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. My thing, though, overall, is it's the Usos. Usos have this high-flying ability um, and aggression. Wow. I'll, I'll give them that. Their aggression that they yeah. add to their okay. wrestling style is what I give their edge to. Okay. So I'm so interested in what you, the listeners, and what yes. the wrestling POV Global guys have to say about this. Is it the Usos or is it the Young Bucks? We will find out next week I, on next week's episode of Wrestling POV Global. I will say this, though. The percentage that you gave out is right on point because that's yeah. how I am about that, too, when it comes to the Usos and the Young Bucks. So... Yeah, no, you're right on with the percentage. Yeah, so now it is now time for our NXT TakeOver 31 predictions. Uh, I'm not even looking forward to this pay-per-view. I'm not either. I'm not either. I mean, it's like, oh, my God. All right, let's just get out. Let's just get this over with, I guess. Um, All right, so first matchup, and these are not in order, people. Uh, Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. I got Kushida on this one. I want Kushida for sure. I do not want to see Velveteen. I don't either. Uh, For the Cruiserweight Championship, Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Scott Swerve. I know you have... Santos Escobar. You have big (laughs) issues with Isaiah. I mean, like... Tell me. I mean, tell tell Tony Pac. I told you before. He he just he's playing wrestler. Okay. And then when they did that whole thing in the back where oh I'm also a rapper. Yeah. And I and I wanna I wanna do that like, and and I don't want to say it's a black thing, but if it comes off as sometimes (laughs) they look at these black wrestlers and they just like we got nothing for you. Mm -hmm. Like, look at Velveteen Dream. That's a character. Yeah. You you, there's possibilities to make. Characters. Look at the New Day. They they went from a gospel group to saying, fuck you guys, we like unicorns. <laughs> like, get out of the stereotype and the stigma yeah. of, sometimes I gotta they, be a they rapper. choose to do these things, too. Yeah. Because I'm sorry to you say, what, but a lot of people out there, they think just because they can rap that they're a rapper. No, it doesn't. No, it's true. So sometimes, um, you know, they, they if, if, if this is an easy way for Isaiah uh, Scott to get his rap, and I'm doing quotes, rap career, going then that's he's gonna do that he's gonna throw this out throw that stereotype out there hey i am a rapper you yeah. know i can we can incorporate that just to see if we can get a shot at his rapping career so i've seen yeah. many people go that route just because they think they know how to rap it's like no yeah but no i agree with you i mean but isaiah but wrestling wise isaiah is a good wrestler though i, I will say that I, but i agree uh santos needs to retain he's a good you know, I think they they got the right person for the cruiserweight championship. Yeah. Uh, for the North American Championship, Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. <laughs> it better be Priest. If we were, Tony, if we were playing the pay per view points game, I would have to pick Johnny Gargano. Get the fuck out of here. But but we're not we're not playing the pay per view <laughs> points game. So I gotta go with Damian Priest because I would put all my points. On Johnny Gargano, really? hands down. There's no way they're gonna have him lose. It's gonna be they're gonna be the couple that holds the titles. That's where they're oh, going with this. Jesus. I hope not. I hope not. Speaking of couples that holds the title for the NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. If we're playing the pay per view points you game, I'm going Candice LeRae. 
Yes. Really? After all the I shit that we talked about these guys. Yes, because we, you know WWE. They're going to do yeah. this. They, Oh, the first married couple ever to be. Fuck that shit. Yeah. But no, I'm going with Io Shirai. <laughs> Even if this was the pay-per-view points game, I would have went with Io Shirai. She's she's wow. too much of a badass to, and you can't convince me that Caden, uh, Caden, Candice LeRae is gonna defeat Io Shirai. You can't. No, get the fuck out of here. Uh, the main event NXT Championship Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. I think this is gonna be match of the night. To be honest, for I mean, it's not going against anything <laughs> worthy <laughs> worthy of that. Uh, I do have to say though, this has potential to be a match of the year candidate, and I would keep my eyes on this match. Um, I do think though Finn Balor is winning. There's no way you put the belt on Finn and have him lose it this quickly, right? That, yeah, you would think. Anyways, you know, you would think. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I'm going with Finn, but I, I again, like I said, I think this is gonna be a match. They're gonna tear the house down with this match. They have to. Yeah, they have to. So, all right, that that's your NXT takeover predictions pay per view. Uh, check it out tomorrow night. And, uh, you know, put your own predictions out there, I guess. Be ready, because I have a feeling. I mean, it's not till next year, but still. The pay re points game will be uh, coming back once uh, this whole thing is over with. And I can't wait for it. I can't. All right. Uh, actually, you know what, Rick? It's time for the book. Let's do the book. Let's do it. All right. So, so those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling and we do it because we need a good laugh in these times of uh the pandemic so we ready yes sir. sam roberts go fuck yourself fuck him fuck him uh guards his cousin speedos and you know tony uh you you messaged me about uh sunny kiss yeah. talking about People complaining about his yeah, attire yeah. being too small. Yeah. And it is. And I've been complaining about it. So yeah, so Sonny, you definitely listening to the show. And I am going to complain about it. <laughs> but I do have to say this. There are other people that wear short shorts really small. But and it's not like uh, Sonny. Garza. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so you still keeping him in uh, the book, though? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. Now, people have been Tony. saying we're being a little bit chauvinistic because of that comment, but people, this is wrestling POV, so, I mean, I don't know what you were expecting. But number two, you know, they were saying that, you know, because of the fact that you were complaining about uh, Sonny Kiss's uh, wardrobe in wrestling, they're saying the same thing about Liv Morgan. They're saying, why is she still in the book then? And da-da-da-da-da, and you did this and that and this. And, so, and you know what, Tony? I'm sorry I'm about her in that. The book. And I do agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay. All right. Well, as long as we're in agreement. Uh, coronavirus. It stays, and you took my joke, so okay. What do you mean I took your joke? I was going to go and say, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I agree with you. I have been messed up, but it's staying in the book. <laughs> but you, you fucking beat me to the punch. That's Tony Podcast for yeah, you, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. I fucked it up for you. Uh, MVP's older brother suit. Stays. Uh, Terrible. Jericho and Con demo. It stays. Yeah, they they're just pathetic. Uh, Seth's man bun. That stays. Yeah, that stays. Yeah, that stays. He's still yes. rocking it. I think we'll keep that yeah. on until he takes a break from wrestling to be, go be a dad. Yeah. Be a dad. I'm a dad. Yes, I'm a dad. Hey, dad. Say dad. Daddy, and then the baby's gonna go, Daddy. 
Daddy. Imagine hearing that every fucking day. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, you know what? Yo, you know what? Big ups to Becky Lynch because (laughs) I have it in my head. No, seriously. To get impregnated by Seth. Imagine Seth at the moment of orgasm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So good. That was great. Oh my god, and I can't believe I have to say this, but I have to. It's my job. But put your meat on my meat. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, speaking of Big E, what do you think of uh, Big E's little promo there about uh, no uh, false count anywhere match against Sheamus? Was a little different. A little little different, yeah. Add a little strength to it. A little bit of strength. Being a tough guy. A little strength. Uh, Finn's tattoos, doodles. That stays. Rick sore throat. I mean, I just orgasmed <laughs> yeah, with it. Did. It stays. Uh, WWE's eye obsession. That stays. <laughs> All they do is poke eyes now. Yeah. <laughs> Dana Brooks' face. <laughs> he got slapped to raw. Got slapped to raw. <laughs> we could take it out. We'll take it out. We'll take it out. Dana Brooks finally made it out the book. She was in there for a while too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Roman's choppers. That stays. It stays, yeah. Yeah. No, Angelo. That was. That stays. Did you see the commercial that they did? The Skittles commercial? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. It's you got to just... be fucking kidding me with that. Uh, Jake Roberts' haircut. That stays. That does stay. Uh, and a new entrant from last week, uh, Lashley's Dookie Thumb. That stays. That went all the way up. That went up. His if you didn't see the pay per view, check it out. It was Man, all the way up. Holy Jesus! All right, and the and the new entrant into the book this week. Back into the book. Drew's Dragon Breath. Yeah, breathing all. It was bad this week, wasn't it? Yeah. My God. Yeah, it was. Holy shit! All right, that's it for the show this week. Uh, before we end the show, we could be, we have our game, our new music game that is called. Uh, the five-second shuffle. Uh, Rick's yes. got to beat the best two out of three and just go ahead and compete against Rick. And uh, we only play the song for five seconds, and then that's it. You got to guess from there. So, uh, And that's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week where we give you the results of the NXT pay-per-view takeover, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. So with that being said... I am your host, Mr. Podcast, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel. <laughs> Rick Serrano the third. And our intern. No, I'm not going to say anything because then I get paid extra. That's true. Extra. So, no. <laughs> love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all motherfuckers next week. Peace out. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You got laid off of that one, too. I told you they called me Tony Podcast for a reason. Uh, <laughs> all right, you ready, Rick? Yes, sir. The Rock, Hollywood. Yes! 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 I even yes! went a little bit further yes! because of the yes! fact of the slow Woo! start. But yes, that's a good it's one. Cooking. That is, that is one of my favorites. Yeah, if people don't believe me here, I'll play a little bit longer. It's cooking. Yes. Yes, yeah, so just to, Yo. just in case people don't believe me. But even still, you could have shazammed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the next one. You got the first one. There you go. <gasps> Is that Mighty Molly? No. That's all you get. Five seconds. Oh, no, no. Is that uh, Chris Masters? No. 
What is that? Think about it. That's not that's not that's not Mighty Molly. Wow. No. No. Not Mighty Molly. All right, you gotta give me a clue. You gotta give me a clue. His brother's in SmackDown. Oh, Bo Dallas. (laughs) Bo Leave. Bo Leave. Yes, yes. They're saying he might be the mystery guy. Actually, we didn't even talk about that. Um, oh yeah, for NXT. Yeah, for yeah. NXT, the little vignettes they're saying. So, all right, you're yeah. you're one for two, right? You need this one. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. CM Punk. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, you did good. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> two out of three ain't yeah, bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, we don't own the rights. Own the rights yeah. <laughs> in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Best in the world! It's clobbering time! 